Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. It appears to be a case of perception versus reality. Our perception of our driving behavior, nowhere near reality. AMA doing a recent survey. Jeff Kasbrick is the AMA vice president, joins us today. Hello, Jeff. Good afternoon, Angela. Good to be here. Uh, I I love the survey, and actually some of the results I'm not really surprised. But for people who haven't heard some of the details, can you give us the highlights? So what we took a look at through the AMA Foundation for Traffic Safety is we often hear from our members around aggressive and risky driving behaviors. And then, of course, we we all know of those horrific, real scary stories of road rage that we've heard in both Edmonton as well as Calgary. And so we wanted to get a bit of a sense of the prevalence, the actual prevalence of some of these behaviors uh, other than just the anecdote. And so uh, this study took a look at uh, a variety of different forms of aggressive and risky driving behaviors. And the two top line uh, pieces that I would say is one, uh, our perception of safety on Alberta's roads and highways uh, has decreased over the past three years. And then the other is, is this establishment of a bit of a do as I say, not as I do double standard uh, when it comes to how we consider ourselves as drivers. And by that, what I mean is, as one example, in uh, school zones, 95% of respondents to this study said it is never acceptable to speed within a school zone. That's good. Uh, However, those same respondents, uh, 29% of them said that they actually do speed within those school zones. So uh, that's where you begin to see that that double standard at play, which is uh, quite concerning. This was an anonymous survey, wasn't it? It, it was. Uh, and one of the challenges uh, with traffic safety research is, is that it relies upon observational data or your own self-reported data. It's sometimes difficult to get those hard numbers. So this is even what people are self-reporting themselves. So I'm sure you could build in a little bit of a buffer into the, into the results of those that may not have necessarily wanted to admit that they actually do speed in school zones or in other circumstances. But even within those admitted behaviors, uh, we're seeing this real stark double standard that is uh, is prolific all throughout uh, different aspects of the study. Jeff, that is the perception when it comes to speeding in school zones. I was also, well, discouraged or maybe not surprised when it came to the idea of drinking and driving. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, one of the one of the takeaways from this is that the perception of a threat to personal safety uh, when it came to impaired driving of both forms, it's important to not only be these days to be talking about alcohol imp- impaired driving, but also drug impaired driving. But the perception of the of the threat to your personal safety was was actually uh, lower than what I would have expected. And, and when I thought about those results, uh, I think one piece that you could maybe take from that is that Uh, thank goodness impaired driving isn't something prolific that you see on the roads every day. So perhaps we don't, we don't think that we'll be exposed to it. Uh, but the, the other piece that's a bit concerning is are we taking it quite as seriously as what we should be? Um, certainly alcohol impaired driving is, is, continues to be taken seriously. That is a good thing. Uh, the numbers around drug impaired driving, uh, there's a real need for public education and you as, as you and I have talked about before around the effects of cannabis as well as other drugs on your ability to drive. And I wonder if that's what we are going to see as we roll out legalization of recreational marijuana because that's a big part of it is the public awareness campaign. 
absolutely and and that's one thing that we're hearing a commitment about uh, the the piece that I would always continue to draw uh, draw towards on that topic is uh, we are running out of time and running out of runway we're dealing with our own self-imposed deadline of July of 2018 uh, and we needed to have started the conversation around the true effects of marijuana uh, on your ability to drive uh, like yesterday or the day before um, and and so with each passing day uh, the challenge of of communicating that grows and intensifies and and hopefully this study does draw to the attention of of everyone interested within this conversation uh, the real need for it and and the lack of understanding that is out there and and we've we've seen that result play out in a number of other studies as well so we really do need to be having that conversation before I let you go we have to talk about distracted driving because we talk about that a lot on this show what did the survey find when it came to people's views on distracted driving and their self-regulation or admitting that they have been a distracted driver? Yes, some really interesting results here. Uh, By far, the the risky driving behavior that Albertans indicated has gotten worse over the past three years uh, by 72% is distracted driving. So by and large, uh, that was the runaway of the of the aspect of driving that has gotten worse. However, you again see this uh, this double standard at play because 92% of respondents said that they rarely or almost never uh, have used a handheld cell phone while driving in the past 12 months. 92%. Uh, and so. This is a daily occurrence, unfortunately, where many of us just by anecdote can say that in any of our daily commutes, we will see somebody holding their cell phone. So uh, that 92%, there needs to be a little bit of a realization of our contribution uh, to our driving environment. And, And that's one of the important pieces that I just highlight around everything that we just talked about is it doesn't require fancy technology or re-engineered roads or uh, or anything substantial. This is all within our own control, the kind of driver uh, that we want to be when we're on the roads. And if we are bringing along with us a little bit of patience and good planning and time along with us on our drive, uh, that is good behavior that hopefully can inspire uh, others to do the same. Jeff, thanks for going over the survey with us. Angela, appreciate it. Take care. Jeff Kasbrick, he is Vice President for AMA. Now I want to throw it over to you, 403-974-8255, the number to call and text. A couple of things that I'm taking from this. For sure, it's crazy that 92% of those who were surveyed said they rarely or almost never have used their cell phone And yet, as Jeff points out, we see it constantly with motorists. So I think there's a huge disconnect there. And rightly so, 72% believe distracted driving is the the worst driving offense out there. That's the biggest concern. So I'm buying that. Uh, The other one, though, is when it comes to speeding on highways. Only 18% said speeding is never acceptable. 91% confessed to the behavior. Because I think, and I need to hear from you, when it comes to highway speed limits, there are certain situations where I'll admit, I always kind of go over nine kilometers over because I heard that if it's 10, then you'll probably get a ticket. But there's lots of situations where I feel it is a safe road, there's lots of room, and I'm okay to bump that up to 119 or so. What are your thoughts? 403-974-8255. Let's check traffic.